0: Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending September 9, 2022. I'm Sophie Gibert, and I'm joined today by Paul Eidelman, our Chief Investment Strategist for North America. Hi, Paul. How are you?
1: Yeah, very good, Sophie. How are you?
0: Very good. It's great to see you. And especially in person. What a treat. (laughs) Excellent. So I'm hoping that since I've got you here and I cornered you in the studio, (laughs) that we could pick your brain on two topics. The first one is all around the energy crisis in Europe, and what What is happening? What's going on? What should we be worried about? And then transitioning from there into markets. How have markets reacted to that? What has been happening with central banks? Um, Where where should investors be focused? Sound good? Yeah, it does. All right. So maybe let's start our trip over to Europe, Um, the energy crisis. We got some new updated news from Russia this week about their intentions. what What is the status right now?
1: Yeah, so the major development last Friday uh, after the recording of the Market Week in Review was Russia decided to cut off all of the natural gas flows through the important Nord Stream 1 pipeline indefinitely um, to Europe. And so that is fairly consequential uh, given their reliance on Russian energy supply. And so it kind of means a couple of things. Number one, we've seen year to date a pretty marked increase in natural gas prices in Europe. If you kind of go all the way back to 2020, they were trading at around 20 euros per megawatt hour. Now they're north of 200 euros per megawatt hour. So a really big spike in gas prices. And with this curtailed flow, even though they've done a pretty good job of stockpiling inventories coming into the winter, It's going to be pretty touch and go around how cold it is, et cetera, if they're able to get through this without some pretty significant rationing. So what does it mean? Ultimately, probably some constraints on European economic growth and some constraints on the European consumer and businesses facing these higher prices. So I think a lot of people now are talking about the possibility of a European recession later this year as a baseline, and I think we tend to agree uh, with these sort of challenging developments geopolitically for the continent here. But I'd say, and this is really important, that it is still a fluid situation, and and particularly what we're just starting to see now here on on Thursday in Seattle is European governments are now stepping up with um, very directed Uh, fiscal support programs to uh, cushion the blow of these higher energy prices onto their economies. And so um, still some watch points here around exactly what continental Europe will do, but uh, a package came out of the United Kingdom this morning worth around 6% of their GDP, a, a pretty significant number that effectively caps out the energy price that consumers and businesses in the UK will experience in anything beyond that the government will sort of eat in the way of higher deficits and more government borrowing. So that's, I think, an important safety blanket, uh, probably more to come from Europe. They have an important meeting uh, tomorrow to discuss their plans, uh, but definitely a lot going on right now in terms of European geopolitics and what it means for economies and markets.
0: And how have, so that's how sort of governments and it sounds like, you know, consumers are reacting and planning and trying to put, put together contingency plans. What about the market? How is the market reacting to that? And what else has the market been reacting to this week?
1: Yeah, I think the good news is markets have been pretty resilient to this news. Um, We're continuing to see some pressure in fixed income markets where sovereign bond yields globally have been rising uh, for the last couple of months. And that trend continued this week where we saw in the United States, for example, the 10-year treasury yield creep up a little bit, up about 10 basis points on the week. And now, north of uh, 3%. So uh, certainly moving higher. And there's a couple of things behind that. The energy crisis does, uh, particularly in Europe, kind of continue the experience of high headline inflation, uh, which isn't a good thing for fixed income investors. But we're also continuing to see central banks respond pretty aggressively here with big rate hikes. And I think it's almost becoming fashionable to do 75 basis point rate hikes now, which were almost unheard of. Historically, the European Central Bank did a move of that size this week. The Bank of Canada did a move uh, of that size this week. And I think most investors, ourselves included, are thinking the Fed might do something similar uh, at their their September meeting in a a couple weeks' time. So definitely a trend towards higher yields. We actually think those high yields are offering some pretty good value now, actually, relative to what we were seeing a year or two ago. But that's certainly a dynamic in markets. And equities have actually been pretty well behaved, um, mixed on the week. The U.S. is up a little bit. Europe is down a little bit, but um, pretty well contained given um, all the headlines that are out there.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for your insights, Paul. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for, but this was really, really helpful. Thank you. Sure. And thank you for joining. We'll see you again soon.